How do we start these? There's a ghost cow. There's a fighting ghost. There's a spooky ghost. Day two in the ghost house. Uh, One of the ghosts is trying to record a podcast and is fighting on me. But then I realized I was the butt all along. God damn Ghost House is possibly the best running series of all time. God, oh, God, don't, oh, no. So many twists and turns, you never knew where it was going to go. Oh, my God. I wonder if there's new installments. There almost definitely is, probably like a hundred now. Anyway, welcome back to June, June Quills, (laughs) June Tog Day. Um, Um, Yeah. We're doing Again. a sequel every week until one of them's ah. good. And if it is, there's a hundred more weeks of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they've all been garbage. Yes. <laughs> wonderful, Honestly. wonderful, wonderful. Yes. This week, we're going back to the SCPs. Ooh. Ooh. Nightmare fuel. Probably. <laughs> I've accidentally sort of come up with mostly wholesome ones again. <laughs> huh. I mean, mostly because I like, because I. I... <laughs> Listeners, for those who didn't listen to the first disastrous episode that we tried to do on SCPs, we. <laughs> we managed to pick the same ones for like. It was all three, wasn't it? I think so. Or maybe <laughs> two. Two, two out of three. Uh, I think it might have been that we backups. picked all three, but we, then we had backups and and we could manage to wrangle to talk about more than than just the same three SCPs. <laughs> but yeah, but, so we've we've mitigated that this time. We came up with a foolproof cunning plan to not have any overlap. Yes. Where, yes. where I have only picked objects and Bob has only picked locations. More or less. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that wiggle room. It's always wiggle room. <laughs> that wiggle room to have a buddy, another, another event where we become an anomalous podcast because we just so happen to always pick the same three <laughs> topics, and only when we're talking about SCPs. That would be really funny. It would just get meta and super boring. <laughs> Look, one of mine is really hard to not get meta because it actually freaks me the fuck out. Okay, like, cool. It's really... Ugh. Ugh. Look, All right, I, but you go first with your wholesome sure, one. Because oh, I always do. And I'm, I think I might just put my foot in my mouth and get the most, like the least wholesome one out of the way first up because I've been an idiot and said that I've got largely wholesome things. Uh, let me guess, you picked Dickiosaurus, which is a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's exactly what it sounds like it is. <laughs> it's a dinosaur made of dicks and it's an SCP. <laughs> I mean, I was just imagining a brontosaurus, but the head part was just dick from shoulders just, to end. But Just like the world's longest dick. 
attached and, to a dinosaur. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so I've picked SCP number 1459. Good um, year. Go- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um, good colloquially year. known as the puppy machine. Um, Is it a machine that makes puppies? Yes, makes ah. them. Oh, is it a machine that kills puppies? Yes. Why the fuck would that have? Wait. Okay. Wholesome my house. What the fuck is wrong with you? Um. So. Um. So, this has it's a, it's a it's like a claw machine sized cabinet with like hatches on the top and the bottom um, that you can see when you look through the glass pane on the front um and it's got like a little prize dispenser bit down the bottom but no obvious like shoot for the prize to come from um it's got a uh an engraved panel on the back of it that says brought to you by the good folks at YWTGTHFT uh, and I'm pretty sure that stands for Yeah, We're Going to Hell for This. Okay. And it says, oh, sorry, it also says In Partnership with Sugarcomb Confections. Um, and basically, you put a quarter in um, and it asks for... Um, it asks for a way to kill the puppy. And, mm. and it bring And, like, uh, <laughs> what I imagine is... A mechanical arm with a white glove brings out a puppy from the top hatch and places it on the on the floor. Um, and so the game is that you have to come up with a new way to kill the dog. Um, and oh. if you don't, it just sort of goes bam bam and gives you like a certain amount of time to come up with an answer that that it hasn't done before. What happens if you don't? Then it just bludgeons it to death with a wooden mallet. Oh. And what happens if you do? Uh, then it does what you. <laughs> what oh, you that's said. just a no win. What if you steal the dog and run away? Uh, okay, so there's been a few attempts to save the dog. Um, I'll skip right to the end of the of the test log that's on the actual entry page, mm. um, where maintenance technician Valera said, "Please no kill dog." <laughs> and SCP fourteen fifty nine one the dog. Um, was given a pillow, a treat, and a pat on the head by a gloved mechanism. Fifteen minutes later, it was retrieved by SCP-1459's claw, and immediately afterward, SCP-1459 produced a juvenile domestic feline (laughs) and exterminated it with a single blow to the head with a sledgehammer. (laughs) So so it didn't kill a dog. It, It gave the dog a treat and put it on a little pillow and gave it a little pat, brought out a cat and killed the cat. And then the dog lived afterwards. Uh, then it well, then it just took it back up into the into the mechanism at the top of the machine. So Was we it? don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but run a, really, really far away. Well, a maybe. I mean, because it's not clear whether or not they are manifesting new puppies or if they are just stealing them from elsewhere. Like whether they're just like teleporting puppies into the machine. Hmm. There's an, <clears throat> there's an interesting one where they had a D class personnel. Um, throwing out ideas. Um, and so one of the D-class said nuclear detonation. Hmm. 
and Uh-oh. was and so like there was a, a researcher waiting like with a gun and they said nuclear detent and then capped this <laughs> this D class uh, in the back of the head um, to stop him from completing it but that was enough um, there was a there was an explosion but it was completely contained by fourteen fifty nine um, so um, yeah and and so. The, the, from that point on, they're not allowed to use D class to give suggestions, and 368 cookies were dispensed from the machine. So, I, I think I skipped huh? over this. If you if you succeed, if you win the game, if you come up with a new way to kill the puppy, it dispenses a cookie. Right. <laughs> and so, 368 cookies were were put out from that. From just the nuclear detonation one. Yeah. So it's unclear as to what that even means. Like, whether it killed 368 puppies somehow, even though the explosion was completely contained to within the cabinet. That's weird. It it is weird. (laughs) I don't like that one. (laughs) There's more, Bob. (laughs) There's stuff like um, Murdered by Its Lover was one of the statements um where the machine brings out another puppy which then bites and claws it to death that bites and claws the first puppy to death oh no uh and then the second puppy was hit by the mallet and one cookie was dispensed not two because <laughs> you only killed one dog with your method yeah. um where is there's a good one um crime of passion was the statement um, a woman in a red evening gown emerges from the hatch at the top of the machine um, who strangles the puppy while sobbing and screaming the phrase you dog repeatedly uh, <laughs> it takes her 15 minutes to kill the dog and and uh, and one cookie is <laughs> is dispensed oh, I don't like this one usually the cookie is uh, something that the person who's giving the statement doesn't like it's a note in, in here somewhere. Wait, what? Usually the... Like, the person who is playing the game usually gets rewarded with a cookie that they don't particularly like. Oh. Ha! 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 So, uh, one player, Dr. Siddle, said the statement, the judicial, the judicial system. Uh, 15 additional instances of SCP-1459-1, the dog, uh, were produced... Uh, one of which wore a miniature powdered wig and a black cloak. Uh, two had little suits on. Uh, noose was <laughs> was placed around the head of the first instance, um, oh. and and the trap door opens and it is hung. And then it beats the rest on the head with the hammer. It does, and fifteen cookies were dispensed, all of uh. which were raisins, like or raisin variety. God, no one likes raisins. <laughs> there's a huge log of these instances, and then there's a link at the bottom of the page to go to an extended log. What so, the... F- who wrote... Someone's best up if they come up with all that. That's what, just... Uh, this was last edited on the 17th of March, 2021. So oh, like, shit. It gets, it gets pretty frequent additions made to it. Um, it's also stated in the... Um, in the special containment procedures, that by executive order, con- testing is to continue indefinitely. Jesus Christ. So, like, the, um, the O5 Council, the head of the SCP Foundation, 
um, have said that you have to keep doing this. Why? I my it depends on which version of the SCP canon you're sort of reading from. Um, there's one where it says that the O5 Council is secretly just one big old supercomputer that you just keep sort of plugging things into. Like that's a vast oversimplification, but um, but like um, it it apparently just doesn't like dogs, and it came the, the result came back bad boy, bad boy, bad boy, just over and over again. Keep doing. <laughs> continue testing indefinitely oh right yeah um yeah so that's that's 1459 <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> I don't really know what I expected when I brought this one up it's just there's a few interesting little things there of like where do the dogs come from and some of them are pretty funny um like the, uh, like giving giving them little gavels and and gowns and powdered wigs is funny. Yeah, um, yeah, and then some of them are just them to pieces. Well, and some of them are just like you, you put the puppy in a blender and it puts the puppy in a blender. Um, yeah. Classic, simple, straightforward. Yeah. There's one that's called that's one that was drowning in puppies, so it just oh, no. fills the chamber full of puppies and then fills the remaining space with water and drowns all the puppies. Ah, oh, it's not really drowning them with puppies though. No, I thought it was a bit of a cop out to be honest. It's a bit of a but, cheat, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They can do better. Yeah. Yeah, I think they can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but right. yeah, so that's a that's a fun, horrible one. Um, if you have any suggestions of how to kill the dog, I can control F them and see if I can find them. I don't think I want to. <laughs> Bob, we have to keep playing. Mm, no. <laughs> All right. Cool, you you're go. My first one is SCP... Uh, 1679. Okay. It is the town of Bellevue, located, redacted. Um, <laughs> small population, about 2,500. Um, SCP-1679-1 is the is the real thing that's going on here. Well, it's okay. the anomalous part. It's the uh, mummified corpse of Mr. Basil Franklin McMaster, who has been elected mayor of... <laughs> Bellevue for the past six consecutive terms. <laughs> okay. And uh, he's in a wheelchair. Yep. He's a, somewhere between 95 and 110 years old. Right. Um, they think he, the SCP Foundation thinks he died around the age of 79. Right. Um, he's also unusually well preserved. And uh, yeah, everyone thinks he's doing a bang up job. <laughs> everyone um, just keeps voting for him. Yeah, the town has surprisingly low crime a low employment unemployment rate a thriving arts community mm. and all of the legislation and stuff and things that he enacts are unusually successful <laughs> and the populace of the town are generally pretty stoked with how he goes about it um okay also on the first sunday every month there's a uh, uh, um, on the on the local television thing is a 15 long segment where they interview him um, where I presume he just sits there's a camera pointed at him and he just sits there for 15 minutes um, yeah uh, at the end a reporter will like recap what happened and, and people will tune into it they're not forced to watch it They'll watch it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's doing, you know, he's doing this and he's doing that. 
Um, yeah, but and everyone that does watch it, they see the same conversational piece, and you know, same things happen, but slight differences in in phrasing of things. Right. So, um, <laughs> so they all just watch this like nothing interview, and then just go, "He's saying what we're all thinking." Yes. <laughs> I really like this guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was discovered by some bloke just, like, sort of travelling around and, like, saw him and then, like, saw the TV um, show, the interview, and was like, what the fuck is going on? And, like, went into a panic and was arrested and, like, um, an agent embedded in a nearby town heard about it and that's how they found it. Right. Because um, not everyone perceives him as dead. Okay. Not not all the visitors will perceive him as dead. Okay. Um, which is how it hadn't been discovered earlier. That's weird. Yeah. So is there some kind of genetic component? Like if they have mm, relatives from the town? Hmm. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So he's... um. Yeah, he was, before his death, he was a, um, a reverend at the local church, but the people of the town never really comment on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's a surprisingly short entry, actually. It's, it's self-contained. It's not, it's like a Euclid class. Because well, um, yeah. I'd want to live in this town. I wouldn't want this SCP to, yeah, to, to, to be well, contained. Yeah, there's there's a group of agents that just live there, and mm. they just that's just their thing is to keep an eye on it. But there's not much they think needs to be done. Um, so they don't have to contain much because the the residents don't go anywhere, and very few of them have an internet connection. So that's like, pretty. Well, and you wouldn't want to leave necessarily. Like you'd sort of go on holiday and you'd come back, and you wouldn't you just wouldn't talk about the politics of your little town. Like, mm. I think there's plenty of people who don't even know who their local member of parliament is. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they noticed he was dead. <laughs> uh, like, if the, only if they, like, sent me letters <laughs> with a picture of a mummy on them and went, vote for the mummified remains of Sir Basil. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's thought to that might be a link between this and SCP-3088, which is the town you can't leave. Ah, okay. Like, you go there and you can never leave. Ooh. They don't let you go. Okay. Um, I haven't researched that one too much because I've picked two other ones, but... Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, there's a bit more going on in that one. That's a relatively short entry, like I've just looked at it. Apparently it's neutralised. Um, but yeah, that's... It's neutralised. Uh, like, as in, it doesn't exist anymore. What? Um, uh... Um, yeah, uh, approximately three days after they received a transmission, uh, local OC class construct- reconstructing event occurred. Um, which town is that? Th- this is the one you can't leave. Oh, 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 okay. I think yeah, that's the one I was looking at. Like, no, no, oh. sorry. I was, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a, um, like, there's a lot of audio and, and, like, transcripts and stuff that are quite long, actually, so. Um, mm. Yeah, that's why I didn't look into that one. Yeah, like too much time. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe our listeners can fill us in on that one. Yeah, any Toms? 
can and fill he, us and in. He, and he Just, dicks and he harries. Yes, all of the names. <laughs> cool. Uh, shall we? Shall we crack on? Yes. Give us your next fucking thing. As you set the bar pretty goddamn fucking low. What's this next one? The <laughs> dick cutter offerer. <laughs> okay, so this one is not not sad, um, but it's it's nowhere near the puppy killing machine. Um, this is SCP-3973, uh, which is a, it's a, it's a ultramarine from Warhammer 40k. Of course it is. (laughs) Which, as Bob knows, I've been getting into a little bit. A little bit? (laughs) It's almost his personality, guys. God damn it. God damn it. But he, you say that Go to the on. people that I play Warhammer with, they'll be like, Fuck, I've been trying to get Cal to bloody get more into it for ages. Anyway. You people seem to always have something you're moving on to next. You just... <laughs> first it's one thing, then it's the next thing, then it's the next thing. <laughs> next it'll be drugs! Um, yeah, so, basically, um, one of the SCP... Uh, one of the people working for the SCP Foundation uh, went to a Warhammer... Um, tournament and noticed that somebody got basically kicked out for cheating um, because their um, their dice kept coming up with the same result um, and so upon further inspection it seems like any dice rolled within a 50 centimeter radius of this one particular figure will always come up with the lowest side of the die and so they've tried it with like, um, with coins and with four, six, eight, ten, and twelve, ten, twelve, and twenty sided dies, um, and yeah, and it would always come up as one. Huh. So they just sort of went, "This is weird." Oh, actually, yeah, on the on the coin, if you flipped it, it kept coming up, um, landing on the, um, like landing standing up. Huh. Yeah. Um, so they just sort of put it in a box and and put it in a, um, in just a containment locker for months, for an undisclosed amount of months, um, before someone was running some tests with it, just playing around with it and like just cataloging it, making sure all their anomalous objects were still there. Um, and they tipped over the, the container of, of dice that they had. And all the dice that stayed within that 50 centimeter area um, rolled into a smiley face. Huh. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was pretty much their response. It was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, so then they, they asked, like they said, to the miniature um, land... Uh, land on the two side and they rolled the dice and it landed on the two side so then they Uh said if you understand what we're saying uh roll with the two side up uh for yes um or the three side up for no and the die landed with the two side facing up huh then they said are you aware of what's going on around you and rolled the dice two side facing up again um, and they asked, do you have thoughts? Two side facing up. 
And then they went, oh, shit. <laughs> We've been locking this sentient thing up. But, hang on, unless there's more to this story, it was always rolling ones before, and they didn't mm. tell it to roll ones. So maybe because they just said roll twos, and then it's just in a streak of twos now. It's just, yeah, that yeah that is what was thought. But so they, they did another set of, um, like they did a proper attempt at an interview with it, where they'd roll a d20 and a d6, um, so it could spell out things in rolls. Yeah. And then they'd ask it a question and just roll out um, the its answer. So, um, a, a brief a summary of the transcript um, is that it says, where is my commander? And they go, what do you mean? It says, commander took me and squad in, put us together, made us the men we are today. <laughs> Others, there are more like you. Others, but not like me. They look the same, but no brains. Still, nice to have them around. <laughs> um, and then it, it explains later that um, that it was helping its commander win by giving the highest rolls, and people got mad. So I started giving the lowest rolls, and and <laughs> and it didn't it didn't help. <laughs> and then uh, the commander left us in a drop pod. Um, ah, yeah. So, but so here's the wholesome part, right? So the, the containment procedures have been changed since that interview happened. So that once a month, uh, so it's contained now in a, in a glass box with proper terrain and other space Marines. And they change the scenery and, and other models that are around him every, um, every month. And yep. and it is currently under review to have it placed in the break rooms. So that way, it can see people and talk to people. Huh. Yeah. Well, talk to people with the dice. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, it's it's just a relatively wholesome little sentient plastic boy who just wants to help you win at Warhammer. Damn. Yeah. Guess the only way you'd win is with one of them, hey, Cal? Because <laughs> <laughs> you shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's SCP-3973. Yeah. Cal's dream. Well, because it's interesting with the whole, like, it doesn't just work on dice or whatever. Like, it's a pretty unlimited... Um, like, it, it essentially... Like, the... Some people are being like, oh, well, it affects chance. Like, it it resolves reality to a way that it wants. Like, it's a... Yeah. Like, that people are saying, oh, no, it might, be, it might be super dangerous. I think it's probably not, but... Unless it gets angry. Yeah, well, because, like, if it can control the way a dice rolls, surely it can control like yeah it's it's controlling physical things it's essentially got a it's essentially got telekinesis there's no reason it couldn't be really dangerous Mm. Mm. but it does seem to just have a really simple sort of one track mind and it doesn't seem to have gone mad from being locked in a dark cabinet for months true so it's yeah, not harboring any ill will there. Yeah, so it probably hasn't got 
proper sentience. It just sort of... It might even only exist when you're talking to it. as like, mentally. I don't know. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot to be found out about this thing. Yeah. Yeah, get some letter dice, I guess. Or a, that, that's an uh, interesting thought, actually. Or a cue ball. Uh, well, like, magic 8-ball. Yeah, or like a Scrabble bag. Ooh, Scrabble bag. Yeah, just pull letters out of the Scrabble bag. Would that work? Yeah. Yeah. Bit of Hitchhiker's mm. Guide to the Galaxy for some people. Just a little bit. Just, just a little, little sprinkling here and there. That's yeah. all we want. That's <laughs> all you need. Yeah. That was, good. that was a good one. You've redeemed yourself. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well done. All right. My turn. Yes. SCP-3008 is, was formerly an Ikea. Oh, yes. I love this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Um, it's formerly an Ikea. The inside looks very much like an Ikea, um, but it has no end. Uh. It's <laughs> at least like 10 kilometers in like every direction that yeah. I can tell. Um and inside this, not fucking... It also shifts around on you, I think. Mm. Like, this, the departments, like, slowly move um, and stuff. Although, yeah, don't know. Once you walk in, it's easy to get disorientated and lose, lose end up able to find the entrance. Uh, yeah. But inside it are SCP-3008-1, which are, like, weird fucking mannequin-looking things that are arms and legs are too long and they're wearing like Ikea worker clothes and yeah. they're docile and peaceful during the day and at night time they fuck your shit up <laughs> um, it has like it has yeah so when, yeah um, and the lights and stuff will turn off when it's night time and they'll turn off when it's daytime. yep there is quite a number of people in there and they form like little settlements and stuff yeah um they know all about this because a guy managed to get out and he had a journal on him. Um, as soon as he did escape, though, um, one of the automaton things also came out and fucking murdered him. Oh, jeez. Uh, before it was then murdered. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so all these settlements in there, um, you know, they'd casually, every now and then, they'd take out the um, automaton dudes. And then... Mm. After a while, one of the settlements just got absolutely, like, hammered. Like, they think that the corpses of the things all bloody draw them together and shit. And, yeah, it's pretty terrifying in there. It doesn't sound nice. Um, Like, the food area gets restocked every day as well. Yeah, like, it keeps just resetting. Well, resetting all the, um, the workers are replenishing it. I mean, which isn't, like... You know, because you could interpret that. Because as, as far as I'm aware, in America, IKEA sell like hot dogs and stuff in there. Mm. So, like, I can only assume that if there's an infinite number of like doors into this place, like, I kind of assume that the intention is that at any point you could just walk through the doors of an IKEA and never walk out again because you've ended well, up no, with this one. It's no, no. This is just. There's only one. There is only one. Yeah, there's only one. It's being contained. Okay. Um, I think there might be multiple exits, but yeah, because I thought I thought they'd like seen yeah, people has more than one walking exit, out yeah. of just other IKEAs. Uh, 
Maybe there was a couple that didn't go in that one, but it's been a long time because this is like one of the, um, this is the one of the ones I stumbled on really early. This is yeah, this is quite a popular one. I I do like it. Um, I I think it could just be really interesting to like have a movie set in this. Like I see a lot of SCP movies that are just like a, a bunch of dudes playing army men, basically being like, oh, we got to contain this thing. Mm. Um. But, like, yeah, I, I would really like to see one that's just a bunch of people, like, surviving in an Ikea. <laughs> and building little houses out of the furniture. Yeah, little rudimentary stockades and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it could be really fun. If it was um, not so terrifying on the inside. <laughs> well, there's... um. There's a, a YouTube series by, I think it's, I think the channel is Lord Bung. Um, and so there's, there's 15 episodes of the show called Confinement. And it's basically, um, this one dude is an immortal. Um, and they, so they just keep sort of throwing him into a bunch of SCP containment rooms to sort of test them out and see what they do. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and, and so it's just a tour of all the, the most popular ones. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and there's an episode where he's in... like There's a two-episode um, thing where he's in the Ikea and he's... Um, yeah, he's with all the all these survivors and they've built this culture around, like, which department they're from and, <laughs> and like, what sort of stuff they have. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're like... All, all the ones that there's... are born there are named, like... Scandinavian names for like side table <laughs> oh I didn't know any of that I knew like because the guy with the journal like is living at the exchange and they talk about going and um, seeing people at like another output somewhere like a, a different outpost it's just another fucking part of the store yeah um, and it's like moving through yeah it's quite it's, 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 it's a long one it's not worth me going through the whole thing like, yeah you should read it yourself if you haven't already heard of it yeah no it's 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 one of those ones that's like it's really simple and i think a lot of people come across it really early um but it's like it's just fun (laughs) and like you Mm. could you could see a lot of stuff being done like you can tell a lot of different stories in there wow yeah yeah I, i think it's just a good setting for a um if you're gonna do an scp movie or a tv show like it's a good it's a good start one yeah 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 Yeah, shall we yes move on move on to the last my last one (sighs) yeah go for it okay so this is scp 3108 uh this is the nerfing gun (laughs) what Uh, so it's a nerf gun Yep. It's uh, heavily customized, like it's it's proper made out of steel and brass, and it's like looks like a proper gun, um, and it fires one special Nerf dart that has Nerf this written on it in red texture. And when it hits something, it makes it objectively worse. <laughs> Sorry, not objectively uh... worse, subjectively worse. So like. Um, it was discovered when uh, it was given to a, a kid for his birthday and the kid shot the, the Nerf dart and it hit a, um, a concrete wall 
and it just turned into a a pile of rocks, <laughs> like uh, one of those like no mortar just fence things. Um, yeah, like it just became something worse. Um, like not an actual pile. It was still a wall though. It was it was a wall. Yeah, yeah. but it went from being like a proper concrete, well designed, built wall. Yeah. 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 To like one of those fences you see in like, uh, like to separate people's paddocks in oldie days. Oh yeah, like a rock wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, just dry fit stones, um, and so basically, this kid's older brother, who gave him the Nerf gun in the first place, is a member of a of an SCP known. Um, like faction uh, called Gamers Against Weed <laughs> and they are a bunch of anomalous people who use their powers to basically make anomalous things for pranks <laughs> <laughs> like just for the fun of it um, and so so he just thought it was funny to make a, a nerf gun that nerfs things Um and so, like, when it was taken in, there's, like, a whole log of all the things that, that have been done with it. Like, they shot it at uh, one US dollar. And depending on who shot it and how many times it was shot, it turned into, like, a quarter, Monopoly money, um, <laughs> uh, like, a Canadian dollar. <laughs> like, <laughs> a lot of it's just fun. Like, um... They shoot a can of Coke, it becomes a can of Pepsi. Nah. <laughs> and, <laughs> until the guy who likes Pepsi comes in and he shoots it and it becomes a can of Coke. Um, uh, they shoot a VHS tape of the, of the 1971 film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Uh, and the result was a DVD of the 2005 remake. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> You, you shoot a cat, you get a dog, um, or a dog, you get a cat, like, depending on who likes it. Like, it's it's all just fun, dumb stuff like that. Um, yeah, and so they, they eventually got the kid into custody, the kid who made it, and interviewed him. Um, and oh, what, what's his... What's his name? He's got, like, a dumb... Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a dumb, like, um, username on the internet. He's known as Kectagon. <laughs> and so they're like, you know, what do you, what do you have to say for yourself? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not talking to you, you bloody, you fascist cucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and they're like, bloody, why did you create the gun. He's like, oh, the nerfing gun. Classic. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> it's like, that's it? And he goes, what do you want me to say? It, that I made it as a symbol about guns making the world a worse place or something? Not everything has a grand purpose, man. I just thought of it while I was smoking weed. <laughs> I mean, it's a nerf gun that makes things shitty. It's hilarious. It is quite funny. <laughs> and then he goes, I made... Oh yeah, this is it. This this is the bit where it gets a little dark. Um, the the interviewer's like, you know, this shit can be lethal, yeah. 
like this thing you made as a joke can like it turns steel into balsa wood and like people into invertebrates you clearly intended this as a weapon and the kid's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you use this on people <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke man i changed mass effect 2 into mass effect 3 that's funny <laughs> Like, <laughs> that is funny. I didn't use it on people, you bastards. Like, why would you turn a joke into a torture device? I'm not talking to you anymore. Yeah, that's messed up. It's it's funny because it's one of those like the like the the SCP Foundation are kind of the bad guys here. But uh, yeah, he didn't think about the consequences of making that thing. Oh, like, totally. Surely. Yeah. To- like that is absolutely dangerous but he made one and it only works with one bullet oh you have like, to keep getting it and replacing it yeah it, it only works with the same bullet that says nerf this on it oh righto any other bullet doesn't work any other gun doesn't work it has to be those two together um there was one time when they were trying to take the gun apart and it turned the person's hands into empty rubber gloves <laughs> um so like funny horrifying um ah yeah <laughs> Because <laughs> I guess they've attached the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, it's dangerous, but it's, like, it is just a bunch of kids just having fun. And they just happen to be doing it with reality warping powers. Hmm. That's what I like about this. This whole, like, Game is Against Weed thing. And it's, um, and, like, it's connected to, um... Uh, what's it called? The the Are We Cool Yet? Which are a bunch of like the same sort of people, but they're like hipsters making like politically motivated art installations and stuff. <laughs> like if Banksy had magic powers, um, and the um, and yeah, like I think there is a similar thing with the um, yeah, we're going to hell for this thing and and the sugar comb confections from the puppy killing machine mm. and like and it wouldn't surprise me if that's connected to the um uh, to the warhammer figure as well like there's um like there's this character called dr one detainment and and all the horrible shit that that he makes that's meant like it's under the guise that it's meant to be like coming up with children's toys like yeah. th- there's a whole extra like rabbit hole to go down of the things that i've talked about um yeah that uh that like it's funny on the surface and it's really interesting to go into but yeah there's like there's a whole other world of um of anomalous objects and the people who make them Uh, yeah spooky yeah speaking of a whole other world cal Ooh, yes scp number can't say oh yeah uh <laughs> scp redacted <laughs> that's that is yeah i mean yep the scp <laughs> that can't be classified okay um it's a extra dimensional location mm-hmm. of which we don't speak in descriptive right. terms um because it has several nomenclative properties that fuck you big okay. time. Okay. You want to be a desk, Cal? Uh, no. This is how you get turned into a desk. What? Um, <laughs> so, 
Okay. I'm going to try and stay meta as best I can. Okay. Uh, so the place is a forest that exists outside. Oh, fuck. I fucked it already. <laughs> now Bob's a desk. Uh, no, now I'm at risk of losing everything. Being possibly turned into whatever the fuck I say next. Not good. All right. Uh, Just... It's SCP-4000 if you're looking for it. Okay. It is a Kita class. So I think that's the highest one. Um, yeah, it's hard to contain. So that's a spooky freaking forest thing that you enter through like a weird well thing. Um, there's a single dirt path that sort of loops all the way around. If you go in there, you have to go one way around the path all the way and eventually you'll come back to the way out. If you walk off the path, you disappear. If you try to walk backwards along the path, you disappear. Oh, yeah. Uh, never come back again. Along the path, you could <laughs> come across a bunch of fucking weirdos. Yeah. God knows what. They don't know what they are. They get, like, their bodies changed and all sorts of weird shit happening to them. They'll talk to you. Some of them are nice. Some of them aren't too nice. Um, We have to be careful because if you say... If you give anything a name, because names mm. have power in this place. So if you use call something the same thing three times, or if someone refers to you with a name three times and you don't deny it, weird shit will happen. Right. Um, like, a dude basically gets his body stolen by one of these things because it refers to him, it gives him titles three times and he doesn't say, oh no, that's not me. Right. And it basically steals his body and runs away. Oh, jeez. Um, like, you know, body swap and then it leaves the anomaly as, like, Mr. SCP Doctor. And then probably once he's in the real world, fucks off. Okay. Heard from again. Um, yeah, so, yeah, if you walk off the path, you disappear. If you yep. get, if you start talking to something and you're not careful, like, there's there's quite a few case um, breaches and cases and stuff, but a dude got turned into a desk, a bunch of agents got turned into a forest, a dude got turned into a fucking pen. Jeez. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. All sorts of weird shit. It's freaky as. Um, I'll read. Hang on. I'll read one of these entries. Yeah, go for it. One. Um. Name the footpath which loops. The the fun thing is, um, it's never called the same thing twice. Nothing in here is referred in the, the files referred to the same thing twice. So the dirt path is referred to as the single dirt path, the sole safe road, the said route, um, the track, the main road, the mandatory trail. <laughs> it's quite fun. Um, I love it. Right, so subject is the footpath which loops around the entire area. Yep. Um, Desk Desk completed the first successful exploratory mission in the grove beneath the nameless beneath nameless stars, and was immediately quarantined after exhibiting no anomalous effects after for seventy two hours. Desk Desk was then allowed to write an account of his experiences. When they came back to check on him, Desk Desk had vanished. Vanished. Traces of soil and human tissue were found in the pencil, the paper, and the Harvey Man Mansfield Desk Desk had been had used in his writing. Jeez, okay. So he was writing about it, and he got turned into a pen and a paper uh, and a fucking desk. Um, other, yeah, other ones got half turned into trees. Mm. Um, all sorts of weird shit. It's, uh, it's not so, great. You have to have special training before you can even go in there to like know how to handle the 
the, weird wordy nature of it. Man, the language based ones are super interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, there are. Where's the interview with the guy? Because it's it, if if just reading it, it's not immediately obvious. Yeah. But when you read it again, you're like, oh wait, hang on, because he like sits down. He's like the doctor's talking to this person. Um. And then all of a sudden, the doctor's like, "All right, I gotta go. No time more for this interview. I'm out of here." Yeah. And the guy's like, "No, don't leave me. <laughs> I'm sorry." Oh man, like, yeah, <laughs> dude, it's I. Mm, I don't even know how to respond to this one because <laughs> yeah, it, it it's it does a good job of that, like, um, the the horror of like the consequences of mundane actions could be huge. Like, it, it puts you on your toes and makes you freeze. Mm. Like, yeah. and if you're not quite paying attention, fuck, steal your body and run away. Yeah. Do a little body switch and like, run off. <laughs> yeah. Because mm. the, the thought is that they're all fucked up fairies that sort of got put there by some event I can't quite remember I yeah I didn't go too far down the rabbit hole yeah because I had shit to do yeah um, I think <laughs> there is a version of the SCP canon that, that is more like magic based yeah so I think it's sort of part of one of them where yeah they're, they're, they're basically all fairies in here mm. um, and they're not what they used to be and so yeah they're trying a bunch of them do try to escape when people go in there Mm. By tricking them into having names and then swapping bodies with them, yeah, and using using the the nomenclative powers to flog their body and run away. Because mm. there's a, I think there is a thing in like just Western folklore about, um, yeah, names having power and stuff like that. Like I remember in, um, not not the Ghibli film Tales from Earthsea, the live action film that stars, um. Iceman from uh, from the X-Men i.e. the main kid from Animorphs and or his twin brother who's also an actor um, yeah. yeah and there's this whole like the whole movie's about trying to figure out the name of this villain and where it came from and yeah like, I won't spoil who it is and why but yeah it's like once they know the name then their magic can affect it yeah yeah that's, that's sort of common thing that's, yeah, I've seen that with. It, yeah, I can't remember what I saw that with. Um, I found a good one, Cal. Yeah, a good um, one. A bunch of uh, case breach breach. Ooh, one okay, cool. Um, they found a, a house or a shelter in there, and a dude used the phrase "their house" or "my house" a couple times, mm. um, while telling stories to two other people mm. um, who did not have names. Uh, and later, then a large brick building manifested itself around them. And the floor uh, was made up of his face. Yay! Or his face was like sort of on the floor. It Jesus. did not take up. It didn't move, but it yeah. took up the whole surface of the floor. Jesus. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff makes me queasy in particular, like the the body horror aspect of it. Yeah. So there's body horror. This one has a bit of everything. <laughs> yeah. Creepy, no, freak, creepy mm. people floating around midair with mm. no faces. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of weird shit. Yeah. 
Ah, oh, some people grew feathers and pollen sacks. That's something else that can happen. Feathers and pollen sacks. Yeah, or, or and or. <laughs> you, anything can happen. It's <laughs> freaky. Yeah, no, I'm good. You can yeah. leave me out of this place. Uh, yeah, and I think... I haven't looked up... There's so many footnotes in this one. Oh, I think, yeah. It's such a good setting for a whole bunch of stories yeah, to be told. Yeah, like... Family names can like you can ripple out through family names and stuff. Oh jeez. Yeah. Anyway, that's that one. Yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about this one. <laughs> nope. I feel bad talking about it. It feels like any like one wrong move and that's it. You're dead. Done. <laughs> but no, I really like these location based ones because they are such good backgrounds for. For, uh, yeah, for stories, for characters to sort of interact in. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That's like. Is. That's that's another like it's just one of the things I like about the SCP universe is that there's just heaps of different. Um. Like it's not just about characters themselves or magical objects or anything like that. It's it's all. Like, it makes you go, well, what if we put, like, what if we put this object with this character in this place? And, like, it makes you want a bunch of interactions to happen. Or, like, it makes you think about all the stories that you can tell with people as they, um, yeah, yeah, as they interact in this place or with that thing. I don't worry, it's only a matter of time before someone makes a TV show out of it. Yeah, I mean... I'm I'm really surprised that nothing is cuz like it definitely has sort of worked the other way around like there's a lot of things that are just things from TV um mm. like the really famous one uh SCP-173 the statue that moves um came out like a couple of months after the first episode that featured the weeping angels in Doctor Who Ah uh, yeah 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 and it's just like cool that's just what it is now and it's taken on a life of its own and it has its own properties that the whipping angels don't have um like if nothing else it only like it snaps your neck rather than sends you back in time yeah Um, but it's that like it's that tension of like could you like do you have the willpower to not blink for long enough to save yourself yeah 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 cool little playground yeah, it's it's a good it's a good world, and I, I kind of hope that yeah they they do something fun with it. Um, if they do do a movie or a TV show, yeah, eh, they'll probably balls it up anyway. No, yeah, almost own SCP reference, almost definitely. And, and I guess what I'm kind of asking for because I, I actually I haven't seen X Files, but I imagine this is basically what X Files is. I got no idea. I can't help you. I thought you had seen X Files. No, I haven't. Yeah. Get on it. Maybe. I don't know. It's your job now. <laughs> what, well, we're going <laughs> to do an episode on X-Files, are we, Bob? Yeah, you're going to tell me all about it. Oh, uh, sure. That's how it's going to go. <laughs> it's like, there's like six seasons and two movies. Yeah, it'd be right. Until next time, folks. <laughs> oh. Um, Don't murder puppies. Much. <laughs>